Welcome back to a special series of MLEX podcasts designed to make sense of 2023 and what the new year is likely to bring. My name is James Paniki. I'm MLEX's Asia-Pacific Senior Editor, and it's great to have your company again today. Now, whatever your views on cryptocurrencies, and there's no shortage of opinions out there at the moment, clearly 2022 was the year in which the concerns over how best to regulate cryptocurrencies came to the fore. In no small part, that was because of the spectacular implosion of FTX, the crypto exchange that had until then appeared invincible. But regulating new technologies is fraught at the best of times, and the pathway forward is far from clear. Luckily for us, our reporter Phoebe Sears, who covers both financial services and financial crime from London, has been keeping an eye on developments, and she filed this forward-looking audio note to kick off 2023. James, hi. Uh, Right, well, what a year 2022 was for crypto. Uh, Remember, it was only kind of a little more than 12 months ago that the global crypto market was worth more than $3 trillion. Uh, The algorithmic stablecoin Terra was trundling along with its $1 peg. Uh, The Singapore hedge fund Three Arrows was solvent and Sam Bankman-Fried had secured a $32 billion valuation for his exchange, FTX. And then uh, 2022 happened, um, beginning with a, a downturn in investor confidence in crypto. Uh, Terra and its sister coin Luna crashed out of the market. A little while later, that brought down uh, the uh, the hedge fund Three Arrows Capital. And of course, unless you've been living under a rock for the past couple of months, you will have read about the bankruptcy of FTX and the subsequent criminal charges that have been filed against uh, its founder. Uh, to date, uh, the most spectacular and significant failure in the crypto industry. So what does that mean for the year ahead? Uh, a lot, actually, uh, particularly the ramifications from FTX. The dissection of the exchange has revealed that the behaviour in the unregulated crypto space was actually a lot, lot worse than anyone was expecting. So while policymakers and governments all over the world have been working on their frameworks for regulating crypto for several years now, uh, and we were expecting many of them to be finalised this year, the FTX case has forced them to kind of stop and consider whether the work that they're doing would prevent a kind of failure on a similar scale from ever happening again. So, for example, uh, from FTX and actually uh, many of the other kind of large and popular exchanges have been described as sort of crypto conglomerates where lots of different activities like uh, brokerage, uh, custody, trading, uh, issuing tokens are all happening under one roof. Now, recently, the Financial Stability Board, which sort of sits above all the governments and tries to coordinate financial policy, has said that this is problematic and that in traditional finance, those different activities would be kept separate. Now, let's look at the EU. They're actually one of the first out the gate and have agreed the final text of their regulation on markets and crypto assets. Now, that regulation doesn't appear to prevent this kind of bundling uh, of services that the FSB has said is problematic. Now, let's look at the UK. Uh, Since the bankruptcy, the Bank of England has indicated that it might look at keeping those activities separate. Another major issue that has come to the fore from FTX was that the exchange was apparently lending its clients' assets to its sister hedge fund, which was then using that money to buy up other failing crypto businesses. So when there was some panic and clients tried to withdraw their money, the money wasn't there. So I think we're going to see uh, segregating client assets will be a key feature in the regulations that we're going to come across this year. 
Uh, what else have we learned? Uh, I think there's going to be a big clampdown on crypto asset promotions. These are investments that are typically marketed over YouTube, uh, TikTok uh, and by kind of big name celebrities. And the uptake has been enormous with the number of people owning a crypto asset doubling in some jurisdictions just last year. I think in the UK, the figure is like 10 or 11 percent of the, of the adult population owned a crypto asset last year. But the wild kind of volatility we've seen in the market uh, is evidence that for most investors, particularly unsophisticated investment investors, this really is not a suitable product. So I think in 2023, we'll have a, a crackdown on promoting crypto as a speculative investment to retail consumers. So what else are we going to see? In the UK, the government has promised to set out both its plans for regulating crypto assets, as well as what it thinks a central bank digital currency might look like in the next few weeks. Around April, Parliament should pass a law that will pave the way for stable coins that are pegged to a traditional currency to be used as a legal form of payment. The EU's crypto regulation should be voted on in the European Parliament this year, although it probably won't come into force until 2024. And in the US, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried's trial over charges of wire fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering has been set for October. He could face a sentence of more than 100 years in jail if he's convicted. Uh, two of his very close associates have already pleaded guilty and are cooperating with prosecutors. So, you know, in the trial, the, the, the way that FTX was run will be kind of laid bare for all to see. And of course, we'll also see the bankruptcy run its course. So lawmakers have got their hands full. The Financial Stability Board has got its work cut out trying to achieve a degree of consistency and approach, which is so important given how international crypto is. I also don't think we can rule out any more big corporate failures. I think a lot of the players, big and small, really took a hit last year and they're not as resilient as they might hope to be. Uh, I hope for kind of investors, consumers sake, we don't have the same roller coaster ride as we saw last year, but there's going to be a lot happening in crypto in 2023. And luckily for us, the MX team will be following these developments over the coming year. And we'll hear more about what's in store on the FTX collapse in the next instalment of this podcast, which should be appearing in your feed in coming days. That was Phoebe Sears, who reports on financial services and financial crime from our offices in London. Now, if you're not already a subscriber to MLEX's podcast, this may be the time to do it. You'll find the program on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify and Stitcher. And at our website, you'll find an archive of podcasts from the past few years, along with the very best reporting and analysis from MLEX journalists around the world. Our web address is as follows, mlexmarketinsight.com. That's mlex spelt M-L-E-X, marketinsight.com. Just click on the News Hub tab. And that's it for today. The podcast is produced and presented by me, James Paniki. It's published with the assistance of our marketing team in London, and our executive producer is Richard Thompson. And from everyone here at MLEX and LexisNexis, thank you for your company. Bye for now. <laughs>